This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Arlene Warwick on the line. Hey, Arlene, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks. How about you? I am great. We met back at the New Media Summit in Tampa earlier in 2019. And you know, one of the you know, many reasons I wanted to have you on the show is I know a lot of my audience uh, work in the corporate space and you know, they have their own you know, organizations and they are you know, looking for ways to you know, increase their ability to grow and expand their businesses. And in one way to do it that you, you help people with is, is finding you know, corporate sponsorship. And that's, you know, why you launched, you know, findcorporatesponsors.com. So tell us about your backstory, why, why you wanted to get into this type of role and, and, and some of the adventures that you've had so far. Okay. Well, I have always been involved with the environment and animals. That's kind of my, my first love. And um, I was do my niece and I were doing some work for a group called Possibilities, and we were volunteers, and we were doing animal rescue. Well, my niece Kimberly called me one day, and it's in July in Florida, a hot, hot day. I'm in the kitchen ready to relax, and she goes, Arlene, you've got to get here now. I don't know what to do. And I could hear the stress, you know, I could hear her. She was very distressed. So I knew it was not going to be a good situation. I drove down to this old fish camp where she was, and I stepped out of my car and I was horrified. There were like 40 cats everywhere. And there were these little baby cats that had like three inch featherweight bodies. And their heads were like big, dense golf balls. They could barely hold them up. And I thought, oh my gosh, what do I do? So I just started picking up these kittens and putting them in my pockets. Because I, you know, what else could I do? Um, it does have a good ending, so you don't have to worry about that. But that was a real game changer because I have been going along, you know, doing some donating of money and time and doing, you know, we were involved with some small events and so on. And then I realized that it just was not working. And I realized we've got to do something because we can't take care of 40 cats. And so I stepped back and started thinking, well, how come some nonprofits and some businesses do so well when others just kind of, you know, they're always struggling or they meet a plateau and they don't grow anymore. And that's when I realized that the ones that really excel have sponsors. They have local sponsors and they have corporate sponsors. And it gives them visibility. And a lot of people think that you have to be big. You have to be well-known. Your business has to have been around for a long time to be able to get a sponsor. But it's really the opposite. Sponsors help you grow. Sponsors make you big. So that's, that was how it all began. My, my mission is really, really started out of trying and wanting to help, you know, animals and the environment and so on. And then from there, I realized, well, this, this needs to get out. I need to teach people how to do this. I need to spread the word. So that's how I started my business. 
it, it's an amazing backstory because you know if you know someone you know stumbled across your your website and or was googling you know how to get you know, corporate sponsorship you know, obviously you're going to you know, teach them how to do that but the the backstory of of why you did it no i don't think anyone would have associated <laughs> you know, s- saving you know 40 you know kittens and cats you know from from their demise uh because you you happen to you know stumble across it so thankfully you know you were at the right place at the right time to do that which then you know created you know this desire and need to figure that out so so fast forward so you you launched the organization and you know what were some of the things that you discovered as you were um doing you know a lot of the research on you know how to approach and get you know corporate sponsorship for a variety of different endeavors mm-hmm. well first i realized I had to figure out how to reach out to some of the corporations. And of course, one-on-one contact is always great, but you can't always get someone on the phone. And even if you are able to reach someone on the phone, they want some information from you. So a real important step is, is a proposal that is not too wordy, that really can cover a lot of information but in in a short format so it's it's a proposal that is easy to read attractive and that type of thing that type of thing so that's really important the other thing i've learned is just really getting out there and getting known speaking letting people know who you are because the more visibility you have it helps the corporations uh, a lot of people think that they have to have a huge list, a huge mailing list, but you really don't. You just have to be able to get on podcasts, um, join groups, and get, let corporations know that you can give them visibility. And, and with that visibility, and, and you, you alluded to this, is you know, corporate sponsors, mm-hmm. you know, they're sponsoring because... You know, they want to be able to expand their reach and they're helping you expand your reach by providing a resource that they have available. So it, it's the ultimate win-win and when you're you know, able to accomplish that. So how do, you, how do you help people find the right corporate sponsor for their organization? Uh, well, you have to find who you align with. Now, locally, it's different. You can really work with a lot of different companies locally because you're in an area where they want to get known. When we're talking about larger companies that are not in your area, a good thing to do is just do your research. Look up their websites. And most big companies nowadays are involved with cause marketing. And cause marketing is where a for-profit company wants to join with a nonprofit or another for-profit company to do a social good. So a lot of companies nowadays are really out there letting people know that they are the good guy. This is what we want to do and what we want to accomplish. So if their message is aligns with your message, it's, it's great. Um, for instance, if you're a health coach, um, you might find a company that has really nothing to do with health. It might be a 
big bookstore or it might be an uh, automobile company, but their cause marketing works with maybe helping people get better help, helping childhood obesity, diabetes, and so on. So by looking up their website and doing some research, you can find out what some of their programs are and how they have helped society. You know, so for an example, if you have a not-for-profit, let me I'll come up with one real quick. Uh, let's say a, like a social housing type of organization that it helps keep uh, people off the streets. Because as we know, you know, homeless homelessness uh, across the globe is increasing because of the, the high cost of homes and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. what, what, you know, what type of organizations do you think would be a potentially a good match for a not-for-profit housing organization uh, to be able to alleviate some of the things and, 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 you know, maybe fix, you know, some of their properties up? So a lot of, um, are you talking about like what nonprofits? Um, I'm not sure. It's, yeah. So, if, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a nonprofit organization that okay. you know, has housing um, for, um, mm-hmm. for, you know, single individuals or, or people, it, right. it, if they didn't have access to this, they would be, they would be homeless and, and living okay. on the streets. You know, what type of corporate sponsors, uh, what type of organizations uh, mm-hmm. Have you seen would be you know good uh, you know potential good you know partners and uh-huh. and providing some kind of a, a sponsorship opportunity for that social good? Okay, so one of the um, first places you would go to would be locally. Some of your um, local hardware stores or businesses, auto places, insurances, banks. Another good place to start would be companies that work in, you know, some of the more obvious ones. If they, if it's a big roofing company or a metal company or or lumber company, pump company, you know, a company that might not be local, but you know that somehow a dispensing company works with building houses and so on. But the one thing that people miss is just random companies, um, big companies that like an airline, or a huge bank that you would never realize that they might help homeless people. So that's where it's important to just pick a few and look up their websites and see what their interests are and how they help different people. And several of these big, huge corporations are involved in many different areas of helping. They might help like I said, childhood diabetes. They might help the homeless. They might help with clean water. But you don't really know that until you do a little research. And it doesn't take long. It's kind of fun. You know, just um, 10, 20 minutes, you can find out all kinds of things about corporations and what their cause marketing is. No, that's great. And I think one of the things, too, is, you know, learning you know, you know, what motivates those organizations to, to help not profits. And, and when they do that, um, it, you can present to them in such a way where it makes it easy for that corporate sponsor to say yes and believe, yeah, we, you know, we'll be more than happy to sponsor this initiative, whether it's to help repaint some of your properties or, you know, potentially replace, um, some some stairs you know, outside or accessibility ramps, you name it, you know, the sky's the limit. And it's not right. just excluded to, 
you know, you know, housing. It's you know, there's all types of different right. n- you know needs in the world. Whether it's you know, like you, you mentioned earlier on, you know, with you know finding you know, homes for for the kittens, or mm-hmm. or even not even in the not for profit thing, we can we can mm-hmm. go for you know towards the you know the solopreneur and the small business. It's like okay, well, you know, what kind of you know avenues could we look at and I would guess it would be the same thing is look, you know, look locally first and, and, and see what businesses are aligned with, you know, what your mission of your organization or your, or your business is doing and, and right. reach out and have a conversation with them. It, right. Worst case scenario, you're getting to know other local business owners. Um, and, right. if, and the best case scenario is you're getting to know, um, you know, potentially, you know, someone that would be willing to sponsor your business on something, which again, helps them and it helps you. Right. And a mistake a lot of people uh, make nonprofits or, or just business owners is when they reach out to corporations, they're like, we need your help. And they've got to realize it's not about them. It's about what you can or what they can do for the corporation how they can help get themselves known how how they can help the corporate corporation get known so it's all about showing that corporation um we're going to put you on our social media we're going to tell a story about you we'll write a blog about you we'll put that blog on our emails you can use it and put it out in your um newsletter we're having event, an event, you might not, you know, you don't have to have an event, but if you're having an event, we're going to advertise all over social media for you. We're going to put your name on a banner. So it's, it's letting the corporation know what you're going to do for them and making it easy for that corporation. So you're doing some of the work and they're not having to do it all. And that's, you know, that's a lesson for all kinds of different things, not just in, you know, getting corporate sponsorship. It's like, you know, make it easy for that other party to say yes, you know, give them the information that they need in a way that is understandable to them in order for them to get easier to saying yes. Exactly. You've got to show them that we can get you in front of not just our audience, but our friend's audience. Um, our Facebook groups, our Instagram, and, you know, have a plan, show them what the plan is and let them know that you're going to do, you know, you'll do the work for them. And it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. They're going to help you and you're going to help them. And and that's the biggest thing is, you know, figuring out a way to, um, you have it a win-win for everybody and, and going into that with, with that mindset, you know, cause oftentimes it's like, well, I need to get a corporate sponsorship. Uh, okay. That's great. How, what's beneficial for that corporate sponsor to give you money in order to get that? Are you thinking about their needs? Cause if you're not, you know, that then, you know, I would highly recommend that you, you think about and seek to understand the needs of those sponsors before you ask them, you know, get to know what, you know, what they're about and figure out, okay, my organization, how can my organization benefit that sponsor? Yeah, what, it doesn't right. matter what, you know, what your business is or what your cause is. It's like, what can I do to give that organization a benefit for 
you know, trusting me enough to sponsor my show or my business or my organization or uh, this cause, whatever the case may be, you know, get it to understand what their needs are. So you, you make it you know, a, a good match and everyone feels good about it. Cause if, if everyone's feeling good about it, then the likelihood of them potentially sponsoring you again or other organizations is good. Cause if you, right. if you create a bad uh, experience for that sponsor, they may go, you know what? Um, I don't know if I want to sponsor anybody else again. I think I'll do something different. And all of a sudden there's all these organizations that could lose out because they don't, um, you know, they don't have the situation mm -hmm. of being able to, you know, deal with the things that they need to deal with. Right. And it's the little things that really make a difference. It's, um, it's the following up with them, writing them a thank you note, writing them a note, um, either email or a note, letting them know what the next, you know, what you're doing and keeping that that um, relationship going, keeping that engagement going with them. Once they are considering you as an, a sponsor, you really have to keep that engagement going. I um, have a really good statistic and it is that the, okay, let me think about this for a second. Most contracts are signed or sales made after the fifth to 12th contact. And 48% of people never make a follow-up contact. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's, yeah, it is amazing how few people will actually follow up. And even, even if there's you know, a no, you know, like no or not at this time, still schedule a follow-up. Right. You know, I have a colleague um, right. that I know that, and I actually know, you know, she's in, she got into a, a, a business um, arrangement with another individual. They'd known each other and they'd been talking with each other for seven years <laughs> before they were able to come to um, an agreement on something that they could work together on. Right. But, they but they continue to check in and follow up and, and all of those things. And, and, you know, I had, you know, somebody the other day that, you know, had reached out to me um, about um, getting some guidance uh, with some, with burnout that they have chatted with them, you know, gave them some suggestions and some materials and, and whatnot. And, and obviously I gave them a proposal as well to, to work with me. And, you know, and they, they just said, you know, not at this time, you know, it, it was something that, you know, they knew that it was a, it was a personal investment in them. But uh, they weren't prepared to do it at this time. Now, you know, I I'm going to follow up with this individual. Right. Uh, if if they're listening to the show, I'm going to follow up with you. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, just yeah, what in of course you know to see if you know there's an opportunity to work together. But you know, for me yeah. as well is okay. Is there anything else going on? Anything else coming up? Are you better? What's going on? And if there's a resource or something that I have that can benefit them, I'm going to send it to them. So, okay, here, you do this. And, you know, eventually the either a, they will get better or B um, they won't. And then they can make the choice in whether they want to work with me or they you know, reach out to somebody else or, or, or do whatever the case may be. From my vantage point, the only thing that is important to me is I want that person to be able to address whatever challenges they're facing and get, you know, past it or through it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if it's working with me, great. If it's working with someone else or they you know, are able to do it on themselves, great. You know, whatever the case may be. But ultimately, um, you know, follow-up is, is one area where a lot of people um, just don't do right. it. Right. And, you know, think about this. If you are following up and contact, and I don't mean you're bugging that corporation calling them all the time, but if you're following up, they know you're serious. They know that you are confident enough to follow up. They know that you really mean business. You're serious about this. So if you're serious with following up with them, you're going to be serious working with them. And you're going to make sure it works because you're being persistent enough to make sure that you get their attention, you work with them. Why would you quit there, right? Yeah, that's the thing. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, they, you, you just keep going through it and they go, okay. And mm-hmm. also too, even if it's somebody that, and I see this a lot, you know, with, with social media posts and, and whatnot mm-hmm. is you keep, you know, putting stuff out there and time after time after time, I find people will say, yeah, I, you know, I've been reading your posts for six months and, you know, the timing is right now for me to reach out to you and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's meeting those people at the right time as well, you know, from a, a sponsorship or any type of relationship is, you know, is, is the time right for both parties to engage in, you know, some type of collaboration or transaction or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. And like you said, if, if they say no, you want to, you know, make sure and, you know, ask a few questions if, if they would be, you know, interested in the future, why they're saying no and, you know, what you can do to, to um, work with them. You know, you have, you can't be shy. You have to really, you know, let them know you're interested. You want to do this and, you know, ask them what can I do to improve our relationship or, or to have, you know, have you consider us in the future? Absolutely. And when you ask those questions, um, it makes them think, and it also goes, okay, this person really wants to, to work with me. And that is, you know, feeling where they feel obligated to be able to um, consider, you know, working with you in the future. Yeah. And it's, you know, people make it sometimes so difficult. And when you break it down, it's not really that difficult. <laughs> you just have to keep following up. Um, and, and anybody can do it. It's just, um, I think people's ego gets in the way a little bit, or they get a little scared. And they, you know, it's, they just feel like, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. My company's not good enough. My, my nonprofit's so small. Um, why, would they, why would a big corporation ever want to work with us or sponsor us? And um, that's where you have to just get over that part and, and feel like, okay, if I want a sponsor, I'm going to get one. If you want one badly enough, you'll get one. Yep. You just have to be bold and, and go get what you want and know what you want and you know, be clear on that. And um, that clarity will attract um, the right, uh, the right sponsors for you, for sure. Right. Right. So I've enjoyed our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and the awesome work you're doing? Well, they can contact me at info at find corporate sponsors.com. And 
I would be glad to talk with anyone, give them some tips on how to get started. It would be um, something that, you know, if they just if they just go to info at finecorporatesponsors.com, I will get back in touch with them. That's awesome. And I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you again for being on the show. I love the work you're doing and the impact you're, you're causing. And and thank you for stopping and, and saving those cats. You know, it, that's, <laughs> I mean, and it's obviously it, it's you know, it created a, a new career for you as well. But I uh, know. <laughs> I never thought it would. I mean, there, there you have it. You just never know what's going to pop up, right? Exactly. So <laughs> thank you again for being on the show. Oh, I am. I so appreciate your inviting me. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.